0: Welcome to another episode of Alexis says. I am your host Alexis Magaz and joining me is Carlos Briseno. What's going on everyone? What's going on, bro? What's good?
1: Not much, you know. Just uh hanging in there trying to, you know, we we uh, we talked about recently about uh, us finishing Last of Us 2, but that's obviously for another another
0: time. Oh yeah, no, that's a whole other blog game right yeah. there. Yeah, and
1: yeah. then so
0: <laughs> yeah, just, so just for this, waiting for uh,
1: waiting for Ghost of uh, Tsushima now.
0: I know, man. Uh, like this is the the good and bad thing, right? You know, when you start having like the summer of games, you have all these black presses coming out, but right? Then it's back to back to back to back. You know, and then like you know, we don't have the free time we we had back in the day to play these games. You know, like and beat them in a week. You know,
1: nope, nope. And then after July, it's like. What do we got till like? There's nothing till what is it? Late September? uh,
0: Yeah, for Cyberpunk. Yeah,
1: yeah. So So,
0: I don't know. Ghost
1: Ghost of Tsushima (laughs) is capping off the summer.
0: Hell yeah! Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So for this episode, I say the PlayStation Five will rule all. So today we're just going to talk about. uh, We're about a month removed now from the PlayStation Five reveal event, and you know we're going to talk about that. What we felt about it. We're going to talk about some of the games they announced then, and some of the uh, games that have been announced since. And some of the news that has been popping up now, you know, as we're getting closer and closer to this console coming out. So, you know, let's start off from the top. So, Carlos, like, what do you feel uh, like? What do you think of the event? Like, did you like it? You think they did a good job? What do you feel?
1: I I feel that um, in terms of how these uh, events have been uh, kind of changing over the years where this is this kind of event, you know, even last year or even, you know, two years ago would have been something that was done with like a live audience and with like a giant, uh, convention, not necessarily E3 per se, but just, just a little bit more, uh, pizzazz surrounding it. Um, but now with, uh, you know, everything becoming, uh, more digital, especially, uh, I believe, I think it was Nintendo who who were the first kind of people to do the whole Nintendo direct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're the first ones. And then like, even before the pandemic started, Sony, they started doing their own thing,
1: right? They were following suit. I think the Mm -hmm. only people that were obviously the only people that were still doing, uh, actual live events with a crowd and, and all this and that w- was Microsoft. But um, with them switching over, uh, or by them I mean Sony, with Sony switching over to a whole, uh, you know, digital only uh, platform in terms of uh, revealing their their software and content. I mean, I thought it went great. I mean, it's basically kind of what people have been asking for, us, even, even when we had actual uh, conferences where it's just – you get a little bit of information up front and then you get game after game after game after game after game after game with none of the bs in between none of the stupid you know this is how many consoles we sold this is you know uh yeah. this is our plan for release this is uh um this is how we're going to have the console be your one media center with you know Netflix and all this other crap bundled together and you don't have to buy a cable box all that you know um Obviously, I'm hitting at when Microsoft did that a couple of years ago, and that was
0: no, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, it was yeah. bloated as hell. Yeah, with this yeah. one, they really just trimmed the fat, right? And they they gave you what you wanted, you know, right. which, you know, any like the vast majority of people that buy a console are buying it for games, exactly. You know, I would say well, maybe five percent people buy it for other purposes, but it's it's even probably even less than that. It, but you it, buy it for the games,
1: yeah. It's more so, and it to be quite honest, I I think. I, I think it's even more than that 95% you're hinting at the buy it for games. I think almost, almost it's entirely bought for games, but the majority of people consider the fact that, Oh, I can, you know, uh, have all these streaming apps on it. And, um, now more so with like, uh, 4k blue ray players on it is more of like an add on per se, mm-hmm. and not necessarily yeah. like I'm buying it for this reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the event, I mean, it was, I thought it was, I thought it went really well. I, um, it, it in terms of them showing off uh software that they have uh planned in the future and, and kind of highlighting like why you should be purchasing a playstation 5 compared to you know, obviously the other competitor um and i think in terms of the order of games i mean i didn't obviously i'm not looking into like oh they should have put this game before this game or this game before this game but in terms of kind of revealing each game and giving it enough time um uh, a lot of these trailers were were pretty decent in length and showing off uh, the, uh, these games without necessarily having uh, any sort of gameplay or, or presenters that are like, "Let's show you a ten minute excerpt of this game." Um, I think it went really well. I mean, there wasn't really, um, there was very few games where I was kind of like, ah, "Okay, whatever," you know, kind of brushed it off to the side. But um, I think Sony handled it really well, and then obviously holding. Um, that whole entire buildup of what the PlayStation would look like and um, you know, what, what the controller would look like and, and uh, eventually revealing, you know, how big the console is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think it really paid off for them and you know, I'm not trying to be uh, biased in any way I've, I've owned uh, many consoles over the years and um, but I, I'm not gonna lie as, as of recently, I, most of the time I, my PlayStation is, is what's been uh on the most compared to either my xbox or or even my nintendo switch so yeah
0: yeah like i, um, I used to have all the consoles as well like I, I have xbox and you know playstation all the time but yeah with this last generation like i have my xbox i had an xbox one i bought one uh but i got rid of it i want to say like three years ago you know because it was just getting to the point where like the exclusives on the xbox weren't really catching me you know like i played gears 4 and i was like there's just, it's just more gears, you know, it right. didn't catch me at all. And then, you know, like the, the Sony you know, like anything with Sony just caught me more and it made me stick with the console. And, you know, I got rid of my Xbox without even thinking twice about it. You know, like, you know, I'm not, honestly, I'm not even really interested in getting the, the series X, you know, like, um, like, so Microsoft um, conference, right. Was vastly different, right. Like they, first off, they didn't show any games that really caught your eye. Mm-hmm. A, a little bit disjointed. And then because the whole grab of their conference was that we were going to see gameplay footage of Valhalla, right? Of the new Assassin's Creed game, mm-hmm. right? And we got nothing. Like, we literally got nothing. All they showed was in-game footage, but that wasn't gameplay. You know, like, it, you're not showing me someone, you know, with a controller playing a section of the game and showing me how the game is going to control. You're not showing me that. You're, and it was like, what, 45 seconds? It was super short.
1: Yeah, because they, what was it? The, the uh, Valhalla... Uh, they revealed i think it was right before microsoft's thing uh like yeah a, like a yeah. CG trailer yeah right yeah, a and then, trailer, which and is then excellent, obviously right and then in you microsoft's know? thing was the whole uh this is in-game footage but you know obviously from very cinematic camera angles and you know yeah. all this stuff that you you know and yeah it was like 40 seconds you blink yeah. and you, you miss the whole game
0: exactly like you know, don't tell us you're gonna show us gameplay and not actually show us gameplay right know? So, yeah, I felt theirs missed a the mark a bit. So, yeah, with Sony's conference, you know, just like you, like, I feel like they nailed it. You know, like, I, I thought that, you know, like you said, it was game after game after game. You know, they started off, you know, they started off with an easy one with Grand Theft Auto, right? A game that is still huge, right? People still play that thing, you know, there's a reason why they haven't made a GTA 6 yet. Yeah. There's, there's no reason to, right? So, you know, they're, they're going to milk this thing as much as they can. It's just so, keeps getting
1: bigger and bigger. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, Every time I get emails from Rockstar, it's it's always like, oh, we're adding this to the game, and they're this is always are always and adding something, and it's always free, which is amazing. So yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And speaking of free, like they even told you, if you buy a PS5, you're gonna get GTA Online for free. You know, and then and then people that are playing GTA Online right now on PS4, you're getting a million dollars in cash every month until the, the launch of the PS5. I'm so taking advantage like, of that too. Oh, <laughs> are you honestly? Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't get into it. Like I, I don't have GTA Five anymore. That was like so <laughs> on go free. But, um, yeah, like, I, I feel overall, it was great. You know, like, um, you know, they started off with GTA. Then they showed you, you know, Spider-Man. And they ended it with Horizon, you know. And then, you know, like, um, everybody was wondering, are they going to show the console? You know, is it going to happen? And then, you know, all the rumors going on with manufacturing because of COVID, you know, like, do they even have a console ready to show? Right. You know, because, you know, um, I think there was, like, one article saying from Sony that they hadn't even had a chance to work on the prototype yet. Or at least to formalize the prototype. So then you're wondering, oh, they don't have a prototype. They don't know what they don't, they don't even know what it looks like, you know. And then it ends with them showing that console, which is fucking glorious. Okay, I don't give a shit. I don't care how big it is. Okay, like I don't care if, if it's freaking five feet tall. I want that thing in my house. Okay, and I will do the best I can to make it be vertical so that it can just be there in all its glory because I'm, I think it's amazing. Like they're going futuristic. They're going ballsy with it. They don't care.
1: My, yeah, I mean, I, with with the actual reveal of the console, if if we could talk about that in terms of like what it looks like, um, it is, I will admit when I first saw it, I was like, man, that's, there's a lot of curves on that and not so many Mm -hmm. sharp edges. Um, and, uh, which it caught me a little bit by surprise. And then also, um, the only thing I'm not really hundred percent sold on is the fact that it's going to be that kind of, uh, either it's going to be that. That piano gloss white, or that, or that even that that plastic white that you know, you know what I'm talking about, like the
0: yeah, kind of like a matte white,
1: right? Yeah. Because I well, I mean, based on the renderings, it looks like you could be that matte white, that flat white, which is fine. It's kind of like what the the Xbox 360 was. Mm-hmm. But the only problem with with white consoles is, I mean, they just you know they they get oh, dirty they over time, get
0: dirty very easily. Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: You, you could even be in a non smoking house and they somehow still get brown, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, uh, the other thing I was mentioning is um, I'm hoping that it's that if it's going to be white like that, which obviously it is, um, that it's not the whole uh, glossy plastic, kind of like how the PS3 was. Cause then it's just, you just, you, know, you could breathe on it by mistake and you'll get a giant scratch, you know, on it. So it's, mm-hmm. that's really the only, in terms of like yeah. the look itself. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it does look like a, if, if it, you could confuse it as like a a Netgear router that's just sitting next to your your television, just based based on how it looks. But I I commend them for being a little bit ballsy about it compared to you know if you compare it to Microsoft's Microsoft's looks like you know a Comcast modem that just
0: you know. Yeah, it, it's just a yeah. giant lego block right you know, it's, it's just like a, a big brick in your house basically you know exactly yeah which is fine you know like they're not you know they're not going for flash you know they're going no. you know they're trying to show, yeah, exactly they're going for power exactly like they're trying to show you that we're, we're really focusing only on the gaming now which good for them mm-hmm. you know like you know look if that console does great i may get one uh, but it just depends on the exclusives right the fact is you know they share so many games mm-hmm. that if the exclusives aren't good you're not gonna hook me in there right you know no, for sure and, and, um you know like as big as, as a halo guy that i am halo infinite you know unless like they do something revolutionary with that game i'm not i'm not getting a an xbox series x they haven't shown anything i mean no no that the, game and, yeah, and, yeah they got an event coming up um, in like i think a week or two where they're supposed to show games but i don't even know if they're gonna show Halo.
1: i mean it's about fucking time because uh you asked me um in terms of like uh exclusives that microsoft has that Uh, kind of like bring excitement that they've shown and shown by, I mean, shown like, you know, actual gameplay and not like a a 30 second teaser trailer with somebody that kind of like walks into frame and then it cuts to black and then it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, But like, besides, besides Halo, I mean, yeah, you're going to get your typical Forza and you're going to get your typical uh, uh, gears and, and don't get me wrong. They're, they're very well-made games. They're very fun to play. Um, But it's, it's just, they're, really struggling with a uh an identity in terms of their exclusives that bring excitement i mean you talk to any uh microsoft uh fanboy or anybody who just likes the xbox in general and you know they they always will you know they'll they'll kill for halo or they'll kill for gears of war or they you know or they you know they tout those games as being the best on the market and you know by any you know by them being uh, uh, first-person shooters and action games, yeah, they're great, but in terms of new IPs or just anything that's basically not those two franchises, I mean, I can't even think of other franchises off Yeah, but they are
0: one, exactly, right. yeah. Yeah, because, um, like, you think of Microsoft IPs and just, like, after those two, what do you got, like, Sea of Thieves?
1: You right, know? I mean, they own Rare, right? So, which is, like, okay, so they made Sea of Thieves and then they, they've made, yeah. like, uh, they tried to redo Banjo-Kazooie back on the 360 and that really didn't work. Yeah, oh, um, ukulele. Yeah. Uh, well, ukulele was, uh, it's actually made by people that used to be on, on rare that made Mm -hmm. Banjo-Kazooie. And then they went off and it didn't work out. Right. But I mean, not to make this, uh, you know, obviously this, this episode is about the PlayStation, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to not bring up Microsoft, especially when, when you uh, start mentioning, um, Sony's lineup of exclusives and how it compares to the the competition. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, uh, with, uh, Sony, um, Sony, I think really is heading in the right direction in terms of their lineup. And especially with, you know, um, them being ballsy with how the system looks and, 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 um, even changing up the controller a little bit and not keeping it almost exactly the same as, you know, the dual shock has looked for like, you know,
0: Yeah. And, years. and honestly, like it grew on me because first time I saw that controller, like I had to, I think it was on Instagram. I was scrolling up and I saw it and mm-hmm. I was like, wait seriously and then i i looked at it for like i think like five minutes and after all i was like you know what i fucking love it like i'm actually about how that controller looks oh uh, it, it looks great i mean yeah it's, and, it's, it's, and, and then like cool thing is like you know the little details like on the back like the little um the back area the back panel of the remote mm-hmm. has a bunch of, of the little squares the x's the triangles and circles all around for the gripping right so, like, they, they put all the little details in there and i just think it looks amazing
1: yeah it's, it's just them being very uh uh, not not flamboyant isn't the word but very uh om- almost almost like overly designing it um, yeah, yeah yeah um,
0: well you know, look the fact is you know PS four by far has one degeneration they know it you know and right. so like they're they're being a little cocky with it you know mm-hmm. like you know like knowing like listen what we're gonna make this console make look how we want it to look because we know it's gonna sell right. you know now will it you know like that depends on on the pricing but that brings up the fact that we have two different consoles to pick from. Exactly, right? which I thought was a really cool thing to show at the end, because right, you see the console, you see it, you know, with the disc. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you see it separate. and You see one that's all digital, right? And that that one really caught me. I was like, "Oh shit!" They're they're bringing that out right out of the gate, you know, because you know, because like my gaming, um, I'm, I'm sure yours is too. It's like I would say, ninety percent of my games now are digital. Like I own very few physical games anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, the reason. The reason that there hasn't been uh, a bit of an outcry over the whole, Oh, there what's this digital only crap. Um, is because it's, it's just, it's becoming more and more, uh, what's, what's the word, not consistent, but more prevalent, the amount of people that have strictly switched to digital only gaming. And I, I would admit I'm one of those as well. Um, if you were to ask me, you know, uh, five years ago uh, what my library you know entailed was it physical or digital oh, i was mostly physical mm-hmm. um but then with uh with internet speed getting better everywhere with with uh this the ease of buying a game without um uh, leaving your house and um having it download immediately to your system and then being able to play it right off the bat at midnight if it's something that you've been dying to play on release day yeah or, uh, especially nowadays with, you know, obviously we're all dealing with a certain pandemic. So the idea of going out and having to pick up something physically is from a store is a little bit of a, say a little bit of a hassle. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, now this whole switch to digital is really, really appealing. I mean, it's even, uh, it's even carried over at least for me when it comes to movies. I bought so many movies now digitally just because it's just the convenience of, um, basically, uh, Choosing whatever I want to watch or whatever I want to play, just with the press of a button, instead of you know, I don't want to make it seem like this is like a first world problem, but having to get up from the couch, open the disc drive, take out the disc, put in another disc, close it, the disc drive, it
0: is a textbook first world problem. Yes. Okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. like it I don't is. want to get yeah. up to get this disc and yeah. put it into my console. Right, that costs hundreds of dollars. You know, right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so, just a matter of convenience, exactly, yeah. like you said. You know, like you know, you no longer have to go to these midnight releases and stand mm-hmm. in the line at GameStop. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not right now, obviously, but you know, before yeah. this all went down, right? right? You can just be at home, wait until your clock hits midnight, push start, you are playing the game already.
1: Exactly, and and even the whole uh, being able to uh, pre download things, basically have it downloaded already, and just you know waiting for the clock to strike zero, and then you can start playing it. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, uh, five years ago, if you were to try to pitch a digital only console to somebody. Um, they would look at you and be like, you're, you're crazy. Um, what, you know, I want to still own things physically. I want to have the option of being able to trade my games in and get some money back for them. I want to be able to have the option of sharing my games with friends or family. But now, um, especially within recent years with the prevalent of like, uh, so many game sales that are happening on PlayStation network and even on, on Microsoft's end, even on, even on Nintendo's end, obviously not as much because
0: they're such a stickler at having sales. Bro, like, how is Zelda still sixty bucks, man? Right. That game. Right. That game is that's almost three years old. Right. But it's Nintendo. I know it's so ridiculous, man. But and then, like, they have sales on those games, and it's like ten percent off.
1: Right. Their 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 first party titles never go on sale for more than than I think the lowest you'll ever see is like 42, 44. 40,
0: 40 yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So actually, you know, today I was looking at the the you know sidetrack here. Uh-huh. Burnout Paradise, right? It just came out on the Switch. It's yeah. fifty bucks.
1: Yeah, forget it. You can buy it. You can Get buy it, out it here. I think. The, the it's the same remaster that they released yeah. on, on Xbox and uh, PlayStation yeah, and PS4. It's like 25, it's I think it's like 15, 20 bucks right now. It's even it's less. That. I think every time they have a sale, that game is usually on sale and you can get it for like seven ninety nine. Yeah, you know? man. It's yeah. It, it's like, get out of It here. came out for 30 bucks and it's already at like at least half the price. But um, back to what I was saying, um, the whole, yeah, the whole digital thing now, it's very, very appealing for a lot of people. Uh, people, I'm, I agree. I'm also on that side of, um, I, really see the digital only version of that console as something that i would definitely consider buying especially one it's more uh, of an attractive shape uh, of a console because the other one with the actual disk drive on it makes it looks like it looks like it has like a like a bum leg on one side you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's almost as if like they designed the console and then they realize oh shit we need one that needs the disk drive all right just mm-hmm. add the disk drive to yeah disk drive.
0: Add, yeah we'll right. deal with it exactly right.
1: but um but besides that yeah i mean and then uh, that brings up another uh, the question i wanted to ask you alexis is so we know with this uh, this this console i believe it's uh, they're going to have a what is it 880 gigs of storage something like that i don't even think it's like terabyte
0: yeah uh, like i think they're saying well they're not saying a terabyte yeah it's like nine something but obviously with the speed it takes up it's about eight, eight right. at, least, so, at least 850 right um,
1: so they've stated that at least um, the one with a disc drive will have the 800, whatever gigs of an SSD in storage. Now they obviously haven't stated the price. The question I was going to ask you is, all right, so it's reasonable to, to think that the digital only one will be cheaper than the one with the disc drive, especially since the disc drive is a 4k Blu-ray player, which those alone, you know, can cost 80, hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, now, the question I want to ask you is, do you think that with it, the digital-only console, will there be more internal storage?
0: Uh, I guess that's tough to say. Okay, so I don't think they're going to give it more storage because they okay, cause they don't want it to compete with the other console either, right? Because obviously, yeah, like you said, the, the one that's all digital will cost less just simply because it's going to cost less to make, right? Right. So, I think they're going to keep it the same as far as memory because they're going to want people to buy the one that that's more expensive, obviously, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, so, you don't want to make it too enticing mm. to get the cheaper console. So, like, I think they're going to keep it the same exact thing, um, the same exact memory size. You know, and they'll just emphasize you can get expandable storage and things like that. You know, they may make it easier with these consoles to swap out storage and put in another solid state drive and, you know, give the console more memory that way.
1: I know Sony is, is making it relatively simple, um, which is surprising because, you know, in this previous generation, Sony was pretty, pretty stingy about what accessories you can use on the PlayStation. Yeah. Like, of I, like storage. I, I,
0: yeah. I spent like at least three hours trying to find um, a hard drive that worked with my PS4, like I ended up having to get an external one. Yeah. So, But then now it's
1: it's you can almost use there's there's a lot of externals that you can use and it'll be fine. Um, uh, not to bring up Microsoft again, but what's surprising is that Microsoft in, in this current this past generation, um, it was actually pretty open to using any sort of external. But now, um, what I've heard is that with the Xbox, the new Xbox coming out, uh, they are developing their own proprietary storage, which basically really? means that you have to buy their yeah, external for it to work. Yeah, um, see,
0: that, that that's already a bad call,
1: right? You know, and it's like, and another thing, Alexis is um, not to keep shitting on them, right? But. Uh, uh my my brother-in-law told me he's he's going to get the uh, Xbox uh, the Series X it's, it's, that's what it's called right the Series X Series X yeah yeah. Uh,
0: yeah at least the one the main one we've seen like there's rumors that they're going to have like a less powerful one but yeah it's a Series X
1: well that, that that now that you mentioned that he told me that that it that those rumors seem to be I don't know if there's any confirmed things about that I mean he could just be you know uh, it's my brother-in-law he could just be hearing things the same way I'm hearing things and hmm. um but it seems like that they're, they will also have a, a digital only version of their system, but it will be less powerful than the one with the disk drive, which is yeah. very interesting to me. But yeah,
0: see, that, yeah, that that's strange, right? Yeah, you know, I don't understand you know, that. Yeah, because they already have an um, all digital one, right? What was it the Xbox ad, right? <laughs> it's like the, yeah, yeah the,
1: the, the, what was the Xbox? <laughs> the that ad, Xbox right? has
0: all digital edition, right? But oh, everyone the Xbox, sad. The Xbox ad, yeah, that's good. That's um, good right? <laughs> yeah so you know like you would assume they're gonna make one that's also all digital but why would you make it less powerful i don't you know
1: understand that i don't yeah i don't get it um, yeah
0: it, it's odd uh but look sorry sidetrack uh it, the ps5 is, is getting 825 uh gigs of memory
1: okay and that's there
0: yeah that, that's that, uh, that that's on both sides
1: right oh okay um so they were touting that's that ssd that they're touting that's like was mm-hmm. has been made strictly for
0: them that that apparently loads and, and yeah, maybe like no, no load times and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so we'll see what happens you know, when we play Spider-Man Miles Morales, you know? Right.
1: So, so <laughs> it's true. So if that's the case, then for sure um, the console should be cheaper. Cause I was thinking, you know, if they charge the same price for both, you would think that the all digital one, the reason that they would charge you the same price as the other one was because they were, were giving you more storage, but yeah, yeah, if yeah. storage is the same. Then you would think, I mean, you would think it's at, at least a fifty dollar difference, right? At least fifty bucks.
0: You would think. Okay. So, so here's a real question: How much do you think it's going to cost?
1: I think the right now with with um, it, it's you're really teetering on thin ice. Uh, what I mean by you, I mean by like Sony and Microsoft um, in terms of what they're going to charge for their consoles, especially with um, you know. Obviously, they didn't choose to release their consoles in a year that there's a pandemic and a lot of mm-hmm. people are unemployed and a lot of people aren't making money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because of that, they really have to uh, be careful with what prices they start at. So, um, I know I keep beating around the bush, but if I were to think uh, of a price that that Sony would set for the system, I I can't see they can't go higher than four ninety nine. Um, like the PS4 Pro, Um, I believe when that came out, that was three ninety nine. If I'm not, if correct, right? Uh, or was it four?
0: I I want to say yeah, but I'm leaning towards five. I, I really I really can't remember. I, I, I should I, know because I, I, bought, I, I, it came I out. bought my one. I bought mine I bought mine for four because it was a God of War edition. I remember it being four, but I don't know if it went on sale by then. But um, really quick, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but while you're while you're looking, I think that they're going to actually go a little higher than that. I, I think they're going to start off at six hundred, so they're going to go with, for that OG PS3 price. But I think this time, you know, because they feel more justified now in charging that price because of what they gave with the PS4. And, you know, like this console is just much more powerful. And like, I feel like they can justify the 600. Plus the fact that things just cost more now because of what's going on with the pandemic. And they've already announced that they're, they're not going to make that many in the first place. Right. So it's, they, they can charge that premium price. So people can say, oh, I got a PS5. Right. Because they're, they're going to be hard to come by. You know, like, you know, with, with us having this show, I can already say I'm not getting it when it launches because I... You know, more than likely it's going to be too expensive. And so I'm mm-hmm. probably going to wait until next year when it comes down a bit and they're more available because I'm not going to go to this hassle of trying to get one, you know, <laughs> like I'll, I'll wait it out until next year to get one. But I, I feel they'll go 600 for the regular edition with, with the disc. And then I think they're going to go a little bit more competitive and go a hundred bucks cheaper with the all digital one and make it at 500.
1: See. Okay. Um, I, I see. I see what you mean. Um, I think, yeah, those are pretty valid points in terms of at least justifying them charging six hundred for the the full uh the full console with the disk drive. Um I was actually looking here, yeah, the, the PS4 Pro when it came out in twenty sixteen was uh three ninety nine. So that's where I'm thinking that four ninety nine is probably where I, I feel like they would aim for that because I I don't think Sony wants to really I mean they've already they've they've been scarred from the ps3 launch when they announced you know the 60 gig version at 5.99 and then the 20 gig version at 4.99 um I understand yeah that was you know we're talking about like a, at least a decade ago that that you know that for the PlayStation 3 announcement right I mean when did when did those come out it was like it was about a decade isn't it
0: uh more or less yeah yeah more than that I right 2000 yeah. what the, the the ps3 when it was announced 2008 right 2007. <laughs> I would say 2007, 2007, I would say. Right? Um, Yeah. yeah, 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 That was was right after high school.
1: At least a decade, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I just don't see Sony um, as, I think that that might be them being a little bit too confident to be like, it's going to be $599 and then the digital only will be uh, $499. I get this feeling that it will, you know, I see it as um, one will be $499 and then I think it's just going to be a $50 difference. Yeah. I don't see it being more than uh, $100 for not having it. this drive is I don't know that that seems like that's a lot of money that Sony's leaving on the table where they f- I feel like they can probably get away with charging $50 less. Right. Well it's look, essentially the same system.
0: I, I hope you're right cuz it's a, it's cheaper in the end for all of us. So yes, I, I hope you're definitely right for sure. <laughs> all right, so let's get down to like the nitty-gritty, the real reason we watch this conference and that is well besides you know knowing what, what the console looks like, the games that that are going to be on that console. Mm-hmm. so you know they announced a bunch of you know different games you know so like we'll we'll go over you know some of them uh we'll go over like the big ones obviously you know so like we said earlier they started off with grand theft auto 5 which you know we you know that game's been here forever we, knew, we yeah. know it already right? right like that you know we ain't got to talk about that one mm-hmm. um but right after that if i remember correctly like this article doesn't really have him in order in order but right after that i believe is when they announced spider-man miles morales right
1: Yes. Cause that was, that was like, they, I believe it probably makes sense that the reason they started the show with GTA five is because of just that agreement that they had with rockstar to be like, Hey, you know, just promote our game and then we'll reward your players with, you know, a million dollars a month for every, every month you play until GTA five comes out for our, it, it. I think logistically and in, in terms of like a uh, partnership that made sense, but then, yeah, then, then right off, right after that, they were like, all right, let's not tease these people with games that already exist. Let's um, give you something that, you know, to basically salivate over and, and to, to basically give um, everyone a reason to get this console right off the bat. And yes, it was Spider-Man Miles Morales, which mm-hmm. to I mean, I wasn't surprised. Um to be quite honest, I figured that was going to be some form of a Spider-Man game. I mean, they hinted it so much in the original game of Miles yeah, Morales yeah. being, yeah,
0: like it, you knew he'd be a part, at least be a big part of the sequel, right? You right. Know? And like you know, something that you know, which like was kind of, I guess, bungled was how they explained this game. Exactly. Right? Like it, they, you know, they said it was like the next chapter. They said it was a, a continuation, mm-hmm. but you know, they never specified whether it was a sequel. If it was a sequel full game. Mm-hmm. Or if it was just like a, a side thing, you know, like, uh, uncharted lost legacy or, right. uh, or like the dishonored one, uh, death of the outsider. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it took, and had to clarify afterwards and tell us, no, this is like lost legacy. Right. It's, it's probably gonna be like a $40 game. It's still, right? yeah, it's still standalone, but yeah, it, yeah, exactly. standalone, but it will be like a six, seven hour story maybe.
1: Yeah. I, I would say maybe push it a little. I, my, my feeling is they probably will still give you, uh, my guess is they'll probably still give you the full city of New York to explore. I don't yeah. see why they would make it well, smaller. Well, yeah.
0: Well, they have, they have the framework from the from the first Spider Man, you know, like right. they're they're probably just gonna uprez it, right? And, you know, to of course bring out, bring out the PS five standards, mm-hmm. give you a whole new story, but they're gonna give you the whole of New York. Which right. is gonna be great. You know, like that's yeah. a great entry into getting a PS5.
1: And it seems like it's during the winter. Um, at least during, uh, if you watch the trailer, there's a, there's mm-hmm. some cutscenes of that trailer where it's snowing and and, and yeah. it, I think it's maybe even around Christmas time, um, but which is actually really cool because it's obviously in the original Spider Man, I think just based on hardware power, they probably couldn't really do any sort of major weather effects along with having a giant city and have the game run at you know at whatever uh, resolution and frame rate it did. Um, I believe it definitely ran at thirty. Um, but I believe on, at least on PS4 pro, it was upscaled to, I don't know if it was 1800 P or 1440, but even still it's higher than HD. So, Mm. um, my guess is, uh, yeah, that it's, you'll probably get the full city with these weather effects, um, probably a full day night cycle. And yeah, you'll probably get, I would say probably like eight to 10 hour story. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and then, you know, probably, like, they're going to load it with side quests. So, you can mm-hmm. probably bump that up to maybe, like, 12 to 15 hours, you know, right. adding out the side stuff. So, which is Especially great. If, you know. Right. Especially if it's going to be a $40 game, you know. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. If it's a $40 game, it's an easy, easy entry game, you know, to get for a PS5. Like, that game's going to sell, like, hotcakes. Right. You know? and, and and they know it. That's why they started off with that, you know, to really, like, start the announcement on it.
1: Yeah, that, that one I'm definitely super excited. I mean, I loved, I really loved um, the uh, Spider-Man um the one, obviously, with Peter Parker, the one, the first Spider-Man game. Yeah. I mean, I loved it so much that I even platinumed it, and there's not many games that I can platinum. Um, it wasn't yeah. the hardest platinum, but... Mm.
0: Um, it, no, it's just tedious. I, I, I yeah. still haven't platinumed it. Like, I think I have to get, like, two or three more trophies. Like, I, I, I got to do the screwball um, quest, which I, I hate the screwball things. They're so annoying.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm talking about... Uh, I platinumed it before uh what there's a is a screwball part of the was it part of the main game or was it part of the yeah. expansions no oh. no
0: she's, she's part of the main game yeah oh, okay. yeah she's, she's got a couple of things here and there mm-hmm.
1: um because i know when they released all the dlc because there's what is it there's three there's there, three, there three DLC, yeah. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it added more uh trophies to it yeah which yeah. obviously would make platinuming it even harder but mm-hmm. um which that's those, those three DLCs I actually have to play. Cause I, I finished the game way before they released those DLCs. They're,
0: they're good. They're good. Uh, it starts off great. The end, uh, the final boss fight is kind of dumb. The, the story kind of like, you know, overall it's great. The story could have been a lot better, but it's, it's, it's one of the better DLC stories. Like you'll, you'll get from games. Okay.
1: I bought so, them recently. So when they I think it was, they, they were on sale for like 12 bucks for all three. Yeah. So, so oh,
0: yeah, perfect. But, yeah, not, yeah. Not good. You, you can't even mess with that. But, yeah. Uh, let me see. And what what else did they show? Uh, they also showed the next Ratchet and Clank. Right. Which, uh, no, I
1: didn't mean to interrupt, but which I'm su- I'm surprised that uh that this one seems like it's going to be a full title. Um, mm-hmm. because uh, if people uh, I don't know if people realize this, but it's also ma- Ratchet and Clank was what put Insomniac on the map.
0: Yep, it and, was that first, and they did uh, Infamous.
1: Right. Um. And then you know, after Infamous, they they kind of did the whole. Uh, oh wait, one-
0: sorry, no, no, that's that's Sucker Punch. Suck- uh, right, Tom did Resistance. Yeah, that was, yeah. that's
1: what it's it did. Resistance. Infamous was a yeah Sucker Punch. Yeah. Um, what what I was gonna say is um, when I saw that um, I, I saw that they announced the Spider Man game, the Miles Morales one, and at that time we all thought it was a full title, right? Like something because mm-hmm. it just it's it made sense to be like, oh, well, well, I guess they've been working on this for a little bit, so then you know they're making a full title or full sequel to spider-man and then ratchet and clank pops up and then i'm like oh this this has to be like a, an expansion to you know uh, or just a small a small chapter to uh, the original ratchet and clank that they had done the remaster for or whatever and then you realize no it's its own full title and then i'm thinking I, I basically asked myself as i'm watching the trailer for this game and even some of the gameplay i was like how big is insomniac to be able to make a spider-man you know uh, two, I guess, in, this, in my head at the time, I was like, uh, yeah. Spider-Man sequel and also have enough time to make a full-fledged Ratchet and & Clank. And then, of course, we had that confirmation that the Spider-Man was more of a, you know, a Lost Legacy style type of uh, game add-on, and then this Ratchet & Clank is a, more of a full title. Um, in the game, I mean, uh, talking, speaking of the game, I think I love the Ratchet & Clank games. They're a lot of fun. They're the closest yeah. you can get to playing something that looks like a Pixar movie on screen. Um, and this one, I mean, based on the whole, uh, warping and jumping between worlds in an instant without loading screens and all this and that, it looks pretty, it looks pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, it, it looked really good. Yeah, exactly. And like the, the, you know, the inter- interdimensional travel that they have going on there where like even in the middle of a level, you can go through uh, a, a rift in a dimension and, and be of worlds entirely and change the gameplay completely. It looks mm-hmm. very interesting. But yeah, like you said, like seeing that is like, how can Insomniac make two big games like that at once? So mm-hmm. you know, now, now we know one's a small one and one's a full one, you mm-hmm. know. But it's honestly, it's gonna work in their favor because once they're done with Miles Morales, they have the framework for Spider Man Two, you know, because because you know they're gonna reuse a lot of those same assets to make Spider Man Two.
1: Yeah, and you obviously know? the game will look better and and run better because I mean, yeah, I'm 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 keeping my expectations realistic with Spider Man just because you know we just got the first game what two years ago. I think it's going it'll be just
0: just about yeah it'll be two years pretty soon. Right.
1: So to have um another uh spider-man game within that development time i mean most games take at least four or five years to
0: four or develop five years yeah like the last of us took what seven eight years to right. be done so, so you no know, yeah they um, are getting another one so soon it's great you know so even, yeah. if, even if it's like a bite-sized one but i'm all right. for it
1: and i, I like i said I'm, I'm what i'm holding my expectations uh, or at least keeping my expectations relatively realistic is it'll probably look and feel very similar to the spider-man that we got two years ago um but obviously it'll have, you know, up res uh resolution and, and hopefully a faster frame rate. And um mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll look prettier, but I'm I'm not like I'm expecting to enjoy it big time, but not obviously be blown away and be like, This is next gen gaming, just because yeah, you know, it's it's no, so soon, yeah, it, you know. Yeah,
0: it, it's an appetizer, really, you Right know? So. so but but I'm sure it's gonna be good. Like I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, obviously they're showing they're short the big budget games with Spider Man, but they also had a lot of indie titles as well. Like I thought they had like more indie titles than anything else in this presentation. Um, you I, know,
1: I agree, which is yeah. not a bad thing because a lot of the yeah. indie titles they look pretty awesome. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah. Like my my personal favorite was a uh, little devil inside. Like uh, as far as like the art style, right? You know, like That's just a lot like, of people's personal favorite. Yeah, it, it, it looked really cool. The combat looks a little bit you know like like it's gonna be complex and deep, you know, and then like you have all these different enemies to fight. Uh, even though they had a recent controversy, right, where they had to change uh, yeah. the tribal characters because apparently, you know, people thought they looked racist because they had like dreadlocks and things like that, right? Um, so, you know, like the team is South Korean, right? So they they didn't know about these things. So, you know, I would say it wasn't intentional. Right. You know, and, and you know, they've since they've since already said we're going to change it, we're going to change everything. Don't worry, and you yeah, know, whatever, put, no harm about the right? They didn't put up a fight. It
1: was more like, oh, okay, you know, we we we, I'm we we're sorry that we you know we might have offended anyone that that especially you know that find these certain characters a little bit, uh, well, what's the word offensive, yeah. but you know, it's nice that they were like, yeah, we'll change it. Don't worry. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it looked really interesting. Uh, the Butler character looked interesting too. Like it looks like the game is got of like his own little sense of humor. So mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm pretty excited for that one. Um, there and bug snacks, uh, looks very weird. Um, I, I don't really know how I feel about it. You know, everyone, you know, that game is for some reason has blown up all over the internet. People are like obsessed with Buck snacks. Um, uh, so like kind of from what they showed basically is like you hunt like characters that are made of snacks and then if you capture or eat the characters, you gain the characteristics of, of those characters, right? Something like that. It it looks like if
1: they made uh it's almost as if they uh somebody watched Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, the movie, while being extremely high, and then we're like, We need to make a game about yeah. this. <laughs> that, um, that,
0: that's definitely a good analogy, absolutely.
1: But I, I, I mean, it looks, it looks funny. I, I, you know, it's not, I don't know if it's something that I would necessarily buy day one, especially if it's like a full no. price title.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, like.
1: for sure. But that's definitely, um, it definitely stood out because of just, it's like some the wacky weird humor and then the, mm-hmm. and then the song that goes with the, the trailer. And, um, uh, yeah, that, that, that game definitely, in terms of the indie titles, that one definitely stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for me, the one that I thought looked uh, almost as if if based on the trailer that they released for this game, I thought that e- if it was a movie, I would be super interested in watching it just because of the art style and how it looked was Stray. The one that it seems like you get to play as a cat in like a Blade Runner type world where all, okay. the, where all the inhabitants are uh, like robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought... Um, obviously they didn't show any like gameplay. It was, uh, strictly a, uh, just a regular teaser trailer, but just the, the concept of, of being able to play as a cat within, you know, not an ordinary world, obviously, but a world where you're basically like in this, you know, um, cyberpunk style, uh, Blade Runner world, but instead of humans and robots, it's just strictly entirely robots. I don't know. It just, there was something about it that looked really interesting. So, that's definitely the indie title, at least one of the indie titles where I was I was pretty intrigued.
0: Yeah, like it, that that was like kind of like the theme. Like a lot of the titles that they show just like seemed to you know, like just be trying like different ideas and just be really innovative, you know? Um well, it was another one that I thought looked really good. Uh oh man, try to remember which which one it was. I got one here that um Oh Oddworld. Oddworld. Oh yeah, That's of it. course. Yeah, it's always yeah, nice to yeah. bring that back. You know they're, they're bringing that back, yeah. But it looks different than all the other odd worlds, right? Like it seems, it seems to be like a more like a two D platformer, right? There's more story
1: because um, those games never yeah. really had story. It was kind of just like, all right, you're you know you're this alien creature and you need to escape. And then, at least the, from the ones that I played, I know that there's there's a bunch of odd world games, but at least the ones that I've uh, played, which are, are the more recent ones, they never really had um, a lot of uh, obviously lore or story to them at least in my eyes it was always kind of like the game would start and you kind of just started playing and that was about it so it seems like this game is dealing with um it'll actually have like cutscenes and and dialogue and um so yeah
0: like an actual story for abe to be a part of
1: correct um that one definitely looks really cool uh the one game that really stood out to me which I got I I I got very big like control slash Mass Effect vibes. Was the one that's called Returnal, which is about yes. the okay. astronaut that's like stuck on the moon or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely like a, like a Gothic uh, Groundhog Day. Yes, basically, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked really interesting. Uh, you know, they also didn't really show any gameplay, like at least not anything. You know. Like the, it would, it would, you would get snippets, right and you heard right, different in the trailer podcasts, like that exactly yeah yeah so yeah, it just seems to be yeah you're this character and you go further and further into the world, you die, you come back and then you know, like it might be like a, a like a roguelike you know mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of thing I'm, I'm assuming right you know and then like when you die, you come back with something that you got from your last you know life that helps you progress further. Mm-hmm. but then yeah, like you say, it's interesting because like they, the environment is gonna change every time you die. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what they do with that. You know, it's, like, how different is it going to be? Is it going to be, like, you know, like, fundamental change? Or is it going to be, like, you know, they change, like, one or two things about the level, and you got to do one puzzle different than the other?
1: Right. Um, the the whole... Uh, it's funny you bring up the whole roguelike style or type of game, which uh, I mentioned previously in another episode where we talked, um, that that's not necessarily my my most coveted or favorite genre. Um, I'm always... I. I'm more of a fan of a game or games in general that kind of have uh, uh, a bit of an ending to the story and kind of like a point where you need to get in order to actually finish it. I understand roguelike games technically. Yeah, I guess they might have a point where, you know, that, that you can stop playing it because you've progressed so far, but um, I've always been, um, I've always stayed away from those kind of games just because I don't know. I just, I, I don't feel the sense of accomplishment that I would feel by actually playing a game that I can finish. So, Hopefully this game is not like that. Um, I do like the idea of it being very Groundhog Day, like where, you know, you keep every time you die, you keep starting from the same point again. Mm -hmm. But I do hope there is uh, an ending to the game. My guess is that it'll probably have an Alexis where you you play and you keep dying. But every time you die, you you keep whatever you've had on you or whatever you found. And eventually you'll get to the point where you're so you're so powerful that you'll be able to progress and and finish the entire game now. I don't know how that's going to work because let's you know, God forbid you get to right, right God forbid you get you know, yeah, like, right, right, like right, the
0: last off, right, whatever the
1: you, you die, and then oh, yeah. well, now you got to start from the beginning again. So yeah, yeah, um,
0: I'm, I, I'd be pretty pissed.
1: Yeah, but that that game um, really caught me by surprise. Um, not only because I don't even I don't even know who's developing it or who's making that, um, but because uh, usually you know a lot of these trailers are always flash up like oh this is made by so-and-so but this game i don't even remember who it said that was making it i have a feeling uh, it's probably from a small studio uh
0: oh yeah it's uh, developed by formerly arcade focus house mark yeah, so, like, yeah yeah sure. yeah i'm sure yeah so yeah the first foray into to console games. so yeah. yeah we'll see yeah it's definitely yeah like that one's definitely one of the more interesting ones and then you know they showed some safe ones like they showed like a Sackboy game right from of little course. big planet yeah which you have to you know like you gotta show like you know Dolan, for the kids yeah, there wasn't like a Knack 3 in this one, so they have to give you something that was close to that. So you get Sackboy, which is right. very simple. Uh, you got another safe one that you know will definitely sell consoles and that's a Gran Turismo 7. Yeah, right? there's
1: definitely a crowd out there that really loves. I was a big Gran Turismo fan uh, way back in the day with, you know, Gran Turismo, especially with Gran Turismo 3. That's where I really Yeah, 3 uh, yeah, was the everybody played. Absolutely. Right. Cuz 1 and 2 obviously were uh, pinnacles of their generation. Um mm-hmm. But you know, at this point, they're they're pretty old. So three was the the first one I really jumped on, and then from three to about Gran Turismo five is where I really like those are the those were the 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 the, the gap of games that um, I really played a lot of them. And then, to be quite honest, um, once the first Forza came out and showed how much better racing simulators can be and more uh, you know more in depth in terms of customization and and, and tracks and cars. Uh, I haven't, I haven't really touched the Gran Turismo probably since. So, but there is still definitely a fan base that that really loves those games and the team behind those games, Polyphony Digital, who's who's made every single one from the get go. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're it's, it's they're perfectionists they're and it, they're and they're perfectionists. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why um, Gran Turismo's are notorious for always taking forever to be released, especially the newer ones. So, I'm actually not going to be surprised if this game gets delayed. You know, from its initial, you know they obviously they didn't state a date as to yeah, when it will be released
0: saying, yeah why would they say a date they're just gonna delay from that date anyway right like, yeah th- th- this game i'm sure is gonna be probably like a if earliest like like late 2021 if not like um, i would say spring 2022 right
1: yeah, um
0: like said, there's no way it's coming out like anytime soon
1: Those games, yeah. Those games take—they
0: always take forever, just because it's—it's the nature of the team behind it. They're perfectionists over there, so like he he has to get the headlight right on that 1972 Porsche. You know, he's got to make sure it looks good. Of course.
1: I mean, you know, if not, what's what's the point in playing?
0: What's the fucking point? Exactly. You know, like the 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 spokes on that Eldorado has to be, you know, like all set. Of course. (laughs) Uh, And then you know, like, uh, and obviously we were expecting uh, Blue Point Games to show up with their next. Uh, remake, which turns out is going to be Demon Souls, right? So well, you know, count people, me yeah. Out. I, yeah, I know, I know. You yeah, know, like uh, both but, of them out. But, oh, dude. I, I can't with those games. I can't do it. You know, but again, there's an audience for it. You know, people have been clamoring for a Demon Souls remake for years now. You know, and, that's the one that
1: started everything. I mean, that was the one yeah, that, the that first one. Yeah, I remember um, we had a customer in the store well, when I say in the store when we both worked at GameStop, and uh, way back in the day where. He came in and he was like, have any of you tried uh, this game called Demon Souls? And apparently you had to import it first from Japan to play it before it eventually came to the U.S. Oh, God. And um, I remember him like raving about it. And I, I kind of just brushed it off just because I was like, oh, "If it, you know, if it's a fantasy type of mythical creatures, you know, monster type of hunting game. It's not really wasn't really my cup of tea. And then lo and behold, here we are where like it spawned. Basically, the whole franchise of Dark Souls, and then you have yeah, Bloodborne, right. and now it's yeah. there's this which, whole. Which
0: honestly, like, I always found that weird. Is like, why did it go from Demon Souls to Dark Souls? You know, and then I don't know, it's just strange. And then like, apparently, people say they're totally separate, totally different yeah. universes, and all that stuff. And I'm like, then why didn't you just make a Demon Souls too? Right, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, um, I, I, I never understood it, but yeah, but yeah, it's, like it's not it's not a game that I'm interested in because like I've I've never liked the concept of playing for five minutes and then dying and then losing everything hmm but yeah but this is a game that's a huge audience i'm sure when you know people that you know that are into the series saw that trailer freaked out
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and you know like blue point they're known for this this is what they do
1: they're they're the best out there at remaking things they Absolutely. are the best
0: 100 yeah. yeah when you go online and you watch the comparison trailer for the original demon souls trailer and the one that they show in this reveal it's like night and day it's of course isn't seeing what they've done
1: of course and i mean they i mean they've been behind what is it they did um, Shadow um, of the Colossus. Right. And then, which yeah, was sure amazing. They did the Uncharted collection, right? Didn't they do uh,
0: the Uncharted I, I, collection? I believe so. Yeah, they did. Hmm?
1: Um, which, you know, it's amazing to be able to play the original three Uncharted games at, you know, 60 frames per second and and yeah. flawless, you know? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I think they, I'm trying to think of what else they've done, yeah. but I know they're basically the go to. Like, if you want a game to be remastered or remade, just just give us a call.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you go to them. Yeah, um, and let's see what what you look for. That um, a game that I actually found really interesting, like as far as like the concept of it was Death Loop, and like uh, that that one's done by Arcane Studios, the same people that did Dishonored. And, that one, and you, you can see the blueprint of Dishonored all over that game. Oh, for sure. And like you know, that one's also like a, a Groundhog Day kind of game, right? Because you know mm-hmm. you, play, you know you play as this. Uh, I don't know if he's like a secret agent or whatever, but he's like on an island where everyone's hunting him, and then yeah, basically if you die, you start over from where you are. And you you know you just try it you go to the same level over and over again until you can figure out how to get through it then you go on to the next one and you go from there yeah but that, it, it looks really interesting the story looks like it's gonna be really interesting as well
1: that that's the one um that's another one when I saw the trailer for it I was like if this was a movie I'd watch it um yeah
0: very stylish yeah
1: very stylish um I, i've I've personally never re- uh, finished any of the Dishonored games I've always tried playing them but for whatever reason I just
0: oh I you, can never really, play them they're they're and, great they're all um, really
1: good I, and I keep hearing that and I and I, 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 I want to try giving um, uh, dishonored another shot. Um, but I do know that um, the games are definitely highly reviewed and very popular. so this kind of game definitely uh, seems very interesting and intriguing to me. and yeah, the uh, the art style was uh, sorry about that noise in the background that was uh, my my dry, my dryer going off. Um, I'm, I'm shocked there
0: wasn't a cat doing something
1: well, I, I I got two cats around me right now, so yeah, you know
0: yeah. that, there, there's, there's no like, like yeah, every time I do a podcast with somebody, like their cats like attack at some point. <laughs> so I'm used to it. Don't worry about it.
1: But yeah, um, the the the, the this game um looks pretty. I, I think uh, as stylish as it is, I think there will be a lot of substance as well. It's not just style. Um, it it it, it kind of looked like an animated comic. Um, mm. and uh, I'm hoping that the game has the art style of the trailer itself. Um, Cause the trailer, like I said, it, it's, it's very like a uh, comic book style. So not, not, ne- not necessarily cell shaded, but um, you know, very sharp colors and, and uh, like a lot of not very, there's not many rounded edges from what I remember. It's very I, like, I, stri-
0: I look very hand drawn. Right. So, so yeah. uh,
1: it was definitely something I, um, I'm definitely intrigued with that one. That one, um, uh, and plus, it helps that I think the trailer was the trailer was almost like four minutes. It's super long, but um, oh yeah! Uh, before we keep going, uh, I was looking up uh, Blue Points Games. So you have so look you have the Demon Souls uh, remake coming out. Mm-hmm. You have Shadow of the Colossus remake. You have Gravity Rush remastered. Apparently, people love Gravity Rush, and oh, okay. um, yeah. uh, they did do the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Mm-hmm. They um, let's see here they did flower um they would which, which the, it says here they remastered remastered port of original game release for ps3 so they basically made flower right. for ps4
0: for PS- okay all right yeah that, that makes more sense
1: and then uh they made playstation all-stars battle royale for vita um
0: <laughs> well, there, they there made
1: sure. they made the metal gear solid hd collection way back on the ps3 and 360 mm-hmm. um so yeah, I mean
0: oh, so, so like they've been doing re- remasters and remakes for a while then,
1: and they also did the Ico and Shadow of the Colossus Collection Remaster
0: for, yeah, PS3. for, for PS3. Oh, okay, so, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that that's their entire legacy basically. But they're good at it, man. You know, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. So don't <laughs> be. I mean, that
1: Demon Souls will probably be uh, very positively reviewed.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be a, it'll be a big seller for sure. And then, you know, like, uh, they showed other, you know, like safe games. Like, you know, you, you got to in a sports game. So we got NBA 2K21, which, you know, it's basketball. We, we got it. We, we know what's going to happen. Of course. Um, you can see one. the sweat now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Who cares? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, something else that looked really cool was uh, the newest Resident Evil, uh, which is Resident Evil Village, which is funny because, like, I, I imagine the only reason why they made it in a village because that was the only word they could make that would have an 8 in it so that they could make that stylish, like, sign at mm-hmm. the end right we're like okay so we can make okay so we want an eight so we'll make it village so fuck it make it in a village we'll, we'll just design a village and you know that's how it's gonna be <laughs> so but it looks cool you know it, it looks great because they're they're including chris redfield in it now you know even though like if I, you know from what they're showing you don't play as him you play as the guy for Resident evil seven right right same guy. uh chris redfield uh well he's in the game but you don't play as him or at least like from from what the developer said you play as the character from Resident Evil 7
1: which is very interesting cuz I I never played Resident Evil 7 but I do know yeah, that it takes in place in, place in that, it takes place in that like that the it's very like Texas chainsaw massacre type of family type
0: Yeah, of yeah like hillbillies
1: right. Yeah exactly yeah um so, um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think they did say that, yeah, you play as the, the character from Resident Evil 7 that, and Chris Redfield obviously is in the game, but you don't necessarily play as
0: him, which yeah, Although you may at some point, because like, why would you yeah. have a character like him in there and not let you play as him, you know? Right. Oh, so we'll have to see what happens there. But, but you that, know, yeah, that, it's, it's Resident Evil, you know, it's, you know, you'll get monsters and things like that. You'll get freaked out. It caught me by
1: surprise because that trailer, it didn't reveal that it was Resident Evil basically till the end. Um, until yeah. once you saw... Like Chris Redfield and um, I think he's basically the only thing from what I remember in that trailer that really kind of basically states like hey we're in this world
0: um, uh, yeah. yeah, because like even the monsters, you know like there's no zombies which again is I guess it's a little odd because like you know we've gone through two straight years of you know back to their roots kind of with Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 the remix of those and you know being exclusively zombies and now we're going back to these like different kinds of monsters like there's a werewolf in this one you know yeah. and, and, and like you know, they're going back to first person again.
1: It almost looks like uh, Van Helsing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. obviously. You know, in but, which, times.
0: which could be cool. Yeah. But, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see like what they do with that. But yeah, Throw the evil. So you, you already know what to expect from that. Yeah. Um, and then another one that they showed that, you know, it was just a gameplay. No, not, sorry, not a gameplay. It was just a trailer was uh, Pragmata. That's coming out from uh, Capcom. It, that was the one with the astronaut. Oh, that, yeah. It's really you know, weird. yeah 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 you know you have no idea what the game's about it looks interesting um you know it's really odd like you see the astronaut he's he's like i guess like in new york or some, you know kind of new york like city Mm -hmm. he might have a little girl who has some kind of powers so you know it kind of it gives you kind of like a kind of like a bioshock kind of feel
1: yeah it's it for for sure at least based on the trailer it makes it definitely feel like uh a bit of a uh, of a bioshock type of uh i guess style of game or at least uh I'm not not necessarily atmosphere but that that feeling that Bioshock gives you mm-hmm. so
0: yeah and it looked look interesting like the way it ends with them both on the moon right looking mm-hmm. you know back at the earth and, and the girls like you know not wearing anything she's just there in her little dress and you know she's totally fine out of space so you know something's up already so it looks very interesting you know they they already said and it's not coming out I think it said 2022 mm-hmm. remember correctly so that is a w- long ways away so I'm, I'm sure we'll hear more about it probably by next year and then, you know, and then they capped off the presentation with, with a game that I wasn't sure that they were going to show it, honestly, you know, um, like it felt like they were going to because of just how long it was since the original came out mm-hmm. that you, you would think at this point they have something to show for the sequel because, you know, they were making a sequel. The game was too big. And that is Horizon Forbidden West, mm-hmm. which I am very, very excited for, right? Horizon Zero Dawn when it first came out was amazing. Like I beat the crap out of the game. I probably put I think like seventy hours into that game, and I loved every minute of it. So, gained the sequel. It looks even better than the first.
1: That uh, I I give. Let me tell you, I give Guerrilla Games, the people behind Horizon, a ton, all the credit in the world because I it it I could see the amount of time and effort that they put into this game especially I want to obviously not in Forbidden West cuz obviously we haven't seen it yet but um, in the original Horizon cuz of the amount of lore and uh story and uh just the amount of effort they put into it that you know before Horizon all they re- all they were really known for was first person shooters which was just basically yeah. the kill zone franchise mm-hmm. so i get this feeling that um it probably took a a, a lot of uh, effort for for Guerrilla basically to convince Sony to be like, hey, can we make this game that um, we promise will be eventually a system seller and people will go crazy for, and you know, so we can get away from making all this, you know, Killzone and all we'll know all, all that we're known for is Killzone, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, an
0: exclusive at the time that wasn't really that great. Um, yeah, oh, and- well, like honestly, I I thought Killzone Two was fantastic. Like, well, I mean, two, but, two was good. Three three was okay. Uh, but two, I I loved it.
1: Right. Um. Th- there's definitely fans out there. I, I, obviously, you were one of uh, them.
0: I'm one of them, but only for part right. two.
1: <laughs> right. right. But in in general, um, the Killzone games, you know, they were uh, highly touted. But it was they were nothing in terms of like, oh, you know, you need to get uh, PlayStation because of Killzone. Yeah. Um. But they go on and first reveal the trailer for the first Horizon way back at E3, and I'm like. Man, this is really really awesome. I mean, this whole concept of robotic dinosaurs and animals in an open world and and then you and then at the end of the trailer it shows that it's Gorilla Games. I'm like, "What? This is Gorilla Games? Unbelievable." And then when the game finally comes out and I get to play it, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just completely blown away by that game. Um, I don't think uh, I mean, I personally have never really met anyone that has played that game and been like, "I don't I, I only got a couple hours in and I gave up." Um, mm-hmm. everyone I've met that has played that game has fallen in love with it. And, um, and if you play it, you'll see why, I mean, it's great story. I mean, more than anything else, I was really, really surprised and impressed at how well the story was constructed and how well it pays off. Everything basically gets answered for you. Mm-hmm. Um, not as like a silver platter type of thing, but more yeah, so yeah. like well, there's like an explanation. If,
0: yeah. An it, explanation. Took, it, it took a little while for the story to get going, you know, like right. you, you know, you get like the, the major, um you know the, the gist of it at the beginning but you don't really you really start to understand what's really going on until you get deeper into the game you know but once it gets going it doesn't stop and you know like that the, yeah like you said a great story the gameplay was fantastic right you know the enemies you know the variety of enemies that they had in that first game was amazing right you had every single kind of enemy you, you can fight um not too many aerial enemies i would say you know like they may have made two or three different aerial enemies but for the most part, you know, every enemy was different. You had a different way to fight them. You know, you get to think every time you fought a different character. And it, it was it was really good.
1: The, the, the whole not too many aerial enemies actually um, I'm fine with because I found that the aerial enemies in the game were the most annoying enemies oh, sure. to fight in that game. And annoying and difficult just because the combat system is great in that game. But since you basically are the only projectile weapon you have is a bow um, to hit things while they were flying in the air was just, Oh God. I mean, I understand it's, it's supposed to, uh, give you a challenge, but man, it was fucking annoying. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm still, that's not even me complaining about the game. I'm just stating that it's, there were certain aspects of the game that were difficult because they were meant to be difficult and that was one of them. So, um, it's nice to see that, um, they're really evolving, uh the creatures from uh this game going into the next one um and um they're continuing the story that they're not doing this whole oh this is a prequel or oh this is you know a different character that you play as no they're continuing the story that was left off in the original game with you know some some, uh, familiar faces and um i'm i'm all ready for it i can see why sony left it as their their last trailer kind of to cap off the the state of play before obviously they revealed the system mm. but um, count me in I mean that game that franchise in general I mean it's gonna it would, it's gonna take a lot for me to be really disappointed um, in the next horizon I my I have all the faith in the world in that game being absolutely amazing
0: yeah, yeah. And, and like, you know, the, the fact, you know, in the title, right? Forbidden West. So now down the west coast of America, right? Mm-hmm. You, you see the Golden Gate Bridge. Everything's totally destroyed, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like you're, you're seeing now that you're going to be able to go to much more different environments than you could before. Aloe can swim now, mm-hmm. you know, or at least, you know, she could have swim in the other but now you're actually going underwater, underwater. right? You're going to have underwater, like, traversal section and things like that. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be underwater combat. I don't, I don't, I don't think they would.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, it'd be yeah. pretty tough. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, like it does open the possibility because, you know, you can have uh, different kinds of underwater enemies now and maybe like a, a robotic eel or, or sharks, right? You know, which, right. which would be amazing. But that's just me. Um, but, yeah, you know, like this time she's dealing with some kind of, I guess, like disease, you know, or virus that's spreading, you know, across the land and killing everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, because to figure out what it is and stop it, you know. And, yeah, like they're showing more varied enemies, just like just the freaking mastodons at the end of the game oh my god right just when they ended with that i was like fuck i'm in i
1: remind it reminded me of the macedons or whatever from uh, return of the king hell yes. lord of the rings hell that, yes Absolutely. that whole sequence of of legolas just taking them all down or whatever i'm i'm reminded of that when i when they sh- eventually uh show that as the uh the end cap to that trailer or uh zinger to that trailer because uh yeah, I mean the the trailer seemingly ended, and then it goes to black, and then you hear a really loud noise, and then it cuts back to those mastodon things, and you're like, "Holy shit!"
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because now we're seeing that other humans, because in the game, right, or the original game, you could uh, control the robots, right? You know, right. Are, now it's uh, in this game, other humans are able to do that as well. They're figuring right. it out. Yeah, because they're figuring math. out how to do it. Yeah, you see Silas. He's already figured out. He's got like I guess like an army that he's building of machines. And then you see that this tribe that Aloy has found in uh, San Francisco are the ones controlling these mastodons. They're riding on top of them. Right. So you know it's gonna make it a lot more interesting. Especially because the human characters in the original game weren't that fun to battle. Really? No, uh,
1: it's. Yeah. Were if if you had a, you know if there were any sort of complaints about the first game or any any little nitpicks, it was yeah the human enemies in that game were they were kind of like fodder to be honest they weren't the most thrilling things to um uh, to fight against you know stealth wasn't very uh, a, a strong suit of of um horizon um i mean i i try my best to be stealthy in that game but it it was a lot easier to be stealthy with uh the robots than it was with the actual human enemies in that game so yeah it was a little bit tedious to fight them off and it and it's unfortunate because um you know uh, the the basically the main antagonist of the game itself is, is still a human. Um, so eventually having to fight him and stuff, you know, not to, you know, for anybody that hasn't played it yet, I don't want to obviously spoil anything, even though it's been been three years. You have no excuse. The the boss fight with him is, is still, it's still pretty good. But, um, and then, um, if uh, you were mentioning, um, the whole going to San Francisco and seeing the golden gate bridge and things like that, if I had any complaint about the first game was that, Um, it really relied upon, um, rural environments more so like foresty areas, desert areas, which all look great and beautiful, but I kind of really wanted to see more of the remnants of the humanity from the past Mm -hmm. besides being like underground futuristic bunkers and stuff like that. So, um, the fact that we get to go back to this area that hopefully we'll still have like dilapidated cities and you can go inside of buildings and, and see, you know, the, mixture of like foliage and um and 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 steel and what and what have you kind of like how kind of like how last of us 2 is um but in the world of horizon i think seems pretty awesome
0: yeah no definitely so yeah so you know that was like the the game to end cap the presentation which you know we we both thought was great um so you know like and like now like i said it's been like a month since then there are more news coming on things like that the latest of which is the possibility that the games are going to cost 70 dollars Right. So, you know, we've been used to games being 60 bucks for well over a decade now, right? Like they, they jumped, they used to be 50 when it was the, the, the PS1, the GameCube, and the original Xbox. But when we went to Xbox 360, PS3, they jumped to 60 mm-hmm. bucks, which they back then, up. yeah, which back then everybody was pissed. We were like, are, are you fucking serious? Why, you know, why 10 bucks more? But obviously costs have gone up. Games cost a lot more to make now. The Last of Us 2 was what, maybe 200 million to make? i would say something like that yeah something, something like that so obviously you know expecting to make that money back for 60 dollars a game is, is, a, is a tough ask so there's a chance that it may be 70 dollars you know like uh, uh mostly because uh 2k games right they're, they're making the new 2k 21 so they're having it where it, if you buy the ps4 version of the game you pay 10 dollars more to upgrade to the ps5 version of the game making it 70 dollars so people are thinking there's an inclination that when they release the two K twenty one for PS5 proper that it'll be seventy dollars itself. So th- do you think that's gonna be something that's gonna be happening for all the games, or is this just um, them trying to kind of push everyone to go up to 70?
1: I think it's I think it's two K being as large of a company as they are because people forget, you know, two K is not just oh we only make, you know, sports games. I mean they own uh, you know, uh the original Bioshock back in the day was made by two K uh, 2K, uh a branch of 2k um they own rockstar um yeah so they, they own everything they PTA, have red well. dead borderlands right um so i f- i i feel like that 2k took this route of um let's let's use a franchise that is sells hundreds of thousands of millions of copies every year um in in a sports franchise and Let's try to be the ones to push the rest of the industry to be okay with selling their games at uh, an extra $10 than what they would be normally selling them for. Um, that's my, that's my guess. I have a feeling that it's 2k really trying to um, kind of push the the totem pole uh, a little bit to um, for the rest of the industry to be like, I guess it'll be okay to charge $10 more. I mean, why not? You know, Hey, it's more money for us. Um, you know uh, they can make the argument of, Um, you know, games costing a lot more to develop, you know, it's the same thing with why do, why do movie theater ticket go tickets go up in price? Why do theme park, you know, theme park entrances go up in price? Why do cars go up in price? Like everything obviously costs more, uh, you know, the, to, to develop and make over time, you know, it's inflation, right? So, um, the video game industry, which makes, vastly, you know, vastly much more money than, um, than, you know, you know, the movie theater industry or the, uh, the movie, uh, theater box offices, um, they're on that end of like, should, you know, we, you know, our cost of development has gone up. Is it okay now to raise our game prices? Um, and I think what, um, what happened was, is that, us as consumers, we've been used to $60 for such a long time that the concept of going to 70 is really uh, strange and really um, a a little bit alarming just because there's something about that $60 price that, that seems right. Um, I think it's familiar, right? It's familiar. We've had it for, you know, yeah, since PS3 and 360. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, you know, I would understand if they went up $10 now, I'm on also on the side of it. Better reflect upon the amount of content we get in the game and the quality of the games. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're gonna charge seventy dollars for a game, and then also still do the whole microtransactions, this is extra content. We're gonna have DLC packs. We're gonna have numerous DLC packs that are you know ten fifteen dollars a piece. On top of that, as well, instead of being like um, we'll give you you know we'll do DLC, but it's included within
0: the $70 price tag, mm. um, then it's a little bit of an easier pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause even with 2K21, like, you know, the game has microtransactions cause you buy coins for, you know, to buy players or accessories. Right. Those so you never already, away. yeah, but it's just like, you're already asking people to plunk down who knows how much more money on top of 70 bucks. So it could be a tough sell.
1: Yeah. Um, I, it's it. And, I mean, I've, I already stated my points as to, my expectation of if, if they do charge $70 for most of these mainstream games, um, it just, it better reflect with uh, it better ref- that, that price change better reflect on the actual product itself. Cause yeah. I, I, you know, I, if, if people start getting a, this inkling that they're charging $10 more, but they're, they're still being cheaped out of the, the, the product that they've
0: paid for. I mean, all hell is going to break loose. So <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely safe to say. But, you know, like, obviously, we'll find out more as time goes on, you know, like, um, we're getting news every day. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. You know, we still don't even have a release date. We still don't have a, a price point just yet. So but obviously, you know, with, you know, the summer, you know, creeping, you know, closer to an end, I'm sure we'll get more and more news as time goes on, yeah. um, as well as like more game announcements. And then, you know, eventually, we'll get to the point where the console is coming
1: you know yeah so, i mean i obviously we'll see it this year i mean it's i think it's safe to yeah, say obviously no, you know, it, was, yeah for sure for sure holiday season this year i mean
0: yeah i would probably say like maybe early november
1: yeah you know, it's like usually what wrap, they've been
0: doing yeah right in time for the holidays so you know right. we'll just we'll see what happens but uh but all right so uh that'll wrap it further on this episode carlos i want to thank you for joining me uh, thank you for Correct. helping me hype up the ps5 which course, we're both very excited for camera but that's going to come out always fun talking about this stuff absolutely absolutely uh all right guys well that's all for this week's episode as usual you guys can reach me on instagram my handle is at alexis underscore says underscore and just uh reach out talk to me see uh if you you know let me know if you guys agree with what we talked about are you excited for the ps5 are you going to be getting that or are you getting an xbox you know i want to hear everything uh carlos where can people reach you at
1: uh so my instagram handle is actually this is how this is how good I am at, at keeping people informed. Is that I need to look at what my Instagram handle is. <laughs> um, so uh, my Instagram handle is actually uh, Briseno Media, all one word. So it's B R I C E N O M E D I A, uh, all in one word. Where I, I post a lot of uh, pictures and stuff. I take a lot of photos. Uh, you know, as kind of like for fun, not necessarily professionally, but that's kind of where I have it. Where uh, uh, I throw up some things that I i've taken pictures of and you know people will comment and like and 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 see what i like to do so that's uh uh, that's my instagram handle
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right guys yeah all right so everybody everybody got all that right (laughs) all right guys well until next time thanks for joining us take care of each other and peace out